This inner power speaks. We chiropractors work with the subtle substance of the soul. We release the prison impulse, the tiny rivulet of force that emanates from the mind and flows over the nerves to the cells and stirs them into life. We deal with the magic power that transforms common food into living, loving, thinking clay that robes the earth with beauty and hues and scents the flowers with the glory of the air. In the dim, dark, distant, long ago, when the sun first bowed to the morning star, this power spoke, and there was life. It quickened the slime of the sea and the dust of the earth and drove the cell to union with its fellows in countless living forms. It finned the fish and winged the bird and fanged the beast. Endlessly it worked, evolving its forms until it produced the crowning glory of them all. With tireless energy, it blows the bubble of each individual life and then silently, relentlessly, dissolves the form and absorbs the spirit into itself again. And yet you ask, and this is kind of interesting, written in 1949, and yet you ask, can chiropractic cure appendicitis or the flu? Have you more faith in a knife or a spoonful of medicine than the innate power that animates the internal living world? So that's from B.J. Palmer, The Bigness of Fell Within, 1949. I think this is so apropos. I especially love that second to last line Right over here is, you know, can, oh, let me click this thing in. Can chiropractic cure appendicitis or the flu, right? <clears throat> chiropractic is not about curing anything. Chiropractic isn't about treating anything. And I think that's so important for us to understand. We don't even treat back pain, guys. Uh, we don't treat a thing. There's only one thing that a chiropractor does, really, honestly, and that is to fix subluxations. Right, we find them, we fix them, and as Gansa would say, we leave them alone and let the body do its own healing. Right, that is really what chiropractic is, um, and I know it's very different. Right, it's very different than maybe what a lot of times you're hearing um, or a lot of things you're hearing. But to, to say to some, if someone ever asks you, can chiropractic cure, you know, this pandemic? No, that's not the point. Right. That's not the point. Just like if a kid comes in with autism. We had a kid come in a few weeks ago and the mom's like, is he going to speak? Are you going to like fix this? I'm like, I don't know. Right? That's My job isn't to fix you know, his autism or make him speak. I can't make things like this happen. But you know what I can do is I can make sure that he doesn't have any subluxations. And that will give him the best chance to be the best person he or she or whatever can be. Right? That's what I want. I want that person to be the best they can be. <clears throat> so to illustrate this and to talk about this some more, I'm going to share something else with you that I think you're going to find interesting. And that's um, my office during the time of this corona virus. I want to give you a tour. You okay with that? I'm going to give you a tour of my office. Now, this is not going to be what my office normally looks like, uh, but it's going to be what the office looks like now during the whole pandemic kind of situation. So here's my waiting room. <laughs> uh, this is my waiting room. Um, it used to be inside. So we, you see we have four cars here. Um, and uh, Taylor, I'll get to your question in a little bit. Uh, you see we have four cars you know, sitting outside. Notice each one of them have a space. I think it's so interesting. Each one has a space in between, right? So they're even social distancing the cars. Um, so... Uh, but this is what my waiting room looks like. Normally, let's say each car has like four people in it, you know, a mom and three kids or something like that. So that's, that's 12, like four, 16. So normally these 16 people, right? These 16 people would normally be in my office, uh, sitting in the, uh, some of them getting adjusted, some of them sitting in some of the chairs, milling around. Um, 
we used to have all kinds of toys and games for the kids to play, and now we have nothing because we don't want to have to have all these things that could be shared. So it is astonishing that this is now you know my waiting room, right? So so I think that it's amazing to see a parking lot you know as a waiting room, and then um, here's me adjusting a baby, uh, and I want you to notice, and I'm. I think this is very important. I am wearing a mask and I'm wearing gloves, right? Uh, and a lot of people will say to me, well, why are you wearing a mask and gloves? You know, are you concerned about blah, blah, blah? I have, especially some people have been very upset about me wearing masks and gloves. I'm wearing a mask and gloves because I have a lot of kids with a lot of autoimmune issues. And God forbid one other patient has uh, COVID and somehow it gets to me and I pass it to them, even though I might be strong enough to defeat it myself or whatever, I do not want to be responsible for that. So I am wearing gloves. I am wearing a mask. We are cleaning after every patient and every family. We are cleaning doorknobs. We're cleaning, you know, the tables. We're cleaning the faucets of the sink. You know, we have all kinds of protections going on. So not only do we have everybody waiting out in the new virtual waiting room, right, where they're, they're texting to come in, right? That's how we're using this. We're using a text system to have them come to the office, but we're adjusting them and all of us are wearing masks, not just me, um, uh, but all of us. This is another, I, I'm doing a lot of adjustments outside. Uh, I have uh, several patients whose autoimmune issues are so significant that they're afraid to come into the office. So I have done exams outside. Matter of fact, we just had um, a mom ask me last night who was pregnant um, and she said, I wanna bring my babies in but how do I do it during this time? I said, you know, she said, I don't want to bring him in the office. I said, that's okay. I'll see him outside the office. I have this beautiful park-like atmosphere where I am. So I'll go outside, sit on some chairs or whatever. Like in this case, I'm adjusting someone in her, in the mom's car, right? So, uh, and notice an important thing, you know, when you get older is you, instead of just going on your knees, you go on a pad uh, on the ground rather than just going on your knees. Uh, but that happens when you're in your 50s. You'll see someday. Um, so, but I want you to see that this is, this is the new normal, right? This is the new normal. My parking lot is now my waiting room. That's new normal. Wearing a mask and gloves, new normal. Going outside to adjust certain people who are that sick is a new normal. My, uh, this, is, this is graduation. Uh, this is graduation a few weeks ago. Uh, one of my interns, actually three of them were graduating, but only one of them can make it. So we had a little graduation ceremony. Uh, I posted on Facebook. It's actually quite funny. Um, one of my amazing staff, um, she uh, kind of hummed the graduation theme, uh, da, 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 da. and uh, and Elisa walked. Uh, now, Doctor Elisa walked the stage because she was she was mad. Nobody was going to do this for her, right? Nobody's going to do this for her is change her tassel. Um, so she walked the stage uh, in front of our office, and that's how uh, that's how she graduated. So this is the new norm, right? And instead of hugging or whatever, we have uh, the Corona Five handshakes, right? And this is the Corona hug. So we're just adapting. Everything is different. This is the new normal. Here's my new interns. So you can see everybody's wearing gloves and masks. Once again, why? Because we are trying to protect our patients, right? And we want our patients to know we're trying to protect them. And they are very appreciative of this. Now, understand, there's no judgment. So uh, someone said to me, well, you know, the chiropractor that I'm, you know, working for isn't wearing masks and gloves and stuff and isn't doing all this. Kind of, well, that's fine. I don't, whatever. What, there's no judgment. Everybody's got their own thing, and I'm totally cool with it. But I'm doing this because of the kind of kids that we see, because of the kind of patients that we see with a lot of autoimmune issues. 
Um, and I do not want those kids, you know, what we had multiple kids with pandas, we'll talk about this later in the quarter, but pediatric autoimmune neuropsychiatric disorder associated with strep. We have a lot of kids with pandas with Lyme uh, disease, uh, which we'll talk about later. So there's a lot. Thank you, Latoya. So we're really trying to take care of these these kids to make sure, because I'll tell you, a kid with pandas, a kid with Lyme, they get sick. They don't just have the sickness that they have to deal with. They, they will get worse, right? They will have flare-ups of other things, of other brain-related things. So we really have to take we have to think about the kind of patients that we're seeing. So there's no judgment, right? Whatever someone wants to do is totally fine. You know, um, so there's nothing. Thank you, John. Um, uh, to me, everybody has to do what's right for them. And this is what's right for us and right for my, you know, interns. Um, and this is, a, you know, what we're doing now is we're doing Zoom uh, with a lot of patients. We have a lot of patients who cannot get out of the house because they're so sick or so ill. Um, kids, uh, uh, where, so what we're doing is we're Zooming right? It's amazing. So right now you can see I'm working on primitive reflexes with a child and I'm, I'm t- talking to the mom and I'm, I said, you know, get out, you know, it's a paintbrush or a pencil eraser and let's test primitive reflexes of your kid because we want to make sure that their kid is as, at 100% as possible because they all want to come. They're all saying, doc, we want to be there. We just can't get there, right? We're afraid to come out, etc." And I'm like, that's okay. Don't worry. I'm going to help you bring chiropractic to your door, to your house, Right now, obviously, it's not getting adjusted, which is the best. But at least if we could do primitive reflex neurological testing and have them do exercise at home, that's the next best thing. And by the way, um, someone in another uh, class asked me, "What is this?" And this is a dinosaur vertebra right over there. It's a two hundred million year old dinosaur vertebra. I'll have to show it to you guys. Maybe take a picture of it. Uh, and the cool thing is that that the dinosaur vertebra kind of looks like these vertebrae here, the human vertebra. Um, even though it's 200 million years old, so it's kind of cool. But I, I wanted to illustrate this to you. I wanted to illustrate, like yesterday, we had a little boy come in, and this is what he said to me. He said, uh, Dr. Rubin, your office is the only place mommy will let me go, right? Because he, he said, otherwise, we're in the house the whole time. This is the only place. Do you know how good that made me feel for a four-year-old boy to recognize that Dr. Rubin is on mommy's list of okay, you know, of a safe place? Right, and I had a lot of other people. We had another family. One of the last families we saw last night before we left said to me, "The family four came in." She said, "I'm going stir crazy because the only thing I do is is we may walk around the neighborhood, but I'm either in my house, walk around the neighborhood, and that's it. Maybe once a week we go to the grocery store, um, but yours is the only other place we go to. This is like our social interaction is to see you, to see other people, right? So understand how important chiropractic is um, during this 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 crisis time. Um, I want you guys to get that because. To me, it means so much, right? When, when BJ Palmer was talking about this inner power speaks, right? What we're doing speaks, right? What we're doing speaks so loudly, right? Uh, so so that to, to me, like, you know, people ask me, why are you, you still adjusting? Why are you keep up? Because the, the people need it, right? We are essential. Even like we talked about last week, the Department of Homeland Security considers us essential, right? You know, I think about here. I don't know if you can see this picture over here. That's me and Dr. Webster. Dr. Webster is adjusting my son at a month old, right? Dr. Webster, I wonder what he would be thinking now. Jeannie Ohm, who unfortunately passed away last year, what would she be thinking right now? She'd be thinking we have to adjust the people, right? We have to take care of the people because it's they are the most our most important assets, right? But we have to do it the right way. So we wear masks, we wear gloves, our waiting rooms outside, we text them to allow them to come in. 
right? We just modify. We change what we do, but we still deliver the goods, right? And we still got to get rid of subluxations. I'm not, subluxations don't wait until after COVID is done, you know? Subluxations are happening now, and I want to make sure that my patients are experiencing the best that they possibly, you know, can be during this crisis time. Cool. So, uh, any questions? Any questions? I, I, there was a couple of hands that went up. Taylor, do you have a question? Taylor, you can either uh, chat it or um, you can chat it or you can say something. Or okay, no questions. Fine. Uh, so then let's go to the next thing here. As I promised you. Actually, hold on. Let me start the recording.